check one, check two, three, four. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening? Uh, how many times did I say what's up? Uh, but I like that one. But hello, everybody. It's the Cannabis Coffee Hour. It's your host, Rob Cantrell. I'm back for another exciting episode, and I am excited for this one. This is this is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I missed last week, the 4th of July weekend, <clears throat> but I did tape one uh, up in a log cabin up in Michigan. I was hiding out for a week uh, with my family, but uh, I taped it in this attic, and it had... And then I put this echo effect. I did a, I downloaded an app that I could uh, upload everything. Usually when I do this, I <clears throat> tape it into a Shure microphone, into a Shure app, and then I go, I put it into GarageBand and I chop it up. But I got this app because I was going to be in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, and so I got it on my phone. It was the first time I used it. And I got cocky with it. I had my beats on there. I was doing all this shit on it. And then I hit this, I hit the reverb button for the check one for the beginning intro that I do. And uh, I, it didn't turn off. And then I did a whole hour podcast talking, rambling, opening up about life and all kinds of wild shit. And, uh, and then I listened back to it and the whole, the echo effect is on it. And it just sounds, it sounded too annoying uh, to upload. So I apologize. That was the first time I'm, you know, I'm trying to do this weekly. I'm getting this off the ground. And, but this episode, I'm looking good, man. We got a, I got gifted, uh, uh, through some cannabis people. I got gifted like, uh, some, a great new vaporizer. It's one of this switchblade ones. It's blue. It's called afternoon delight. I don't know if you've seen this thing. But it has a little charger, a USB cord that goes right out. It has gold metal. Uh, and then you push the button and it flips right out. And I got gifted like, man, uh, things are coming around for the podcast. People are hearing about it. People are into it. Uh, the cannabis uh, community in New York, I think, uh, is a very much a down to it. Because I got three good cartridges. But the cartridges... Uh, that I got today, the one that I'm reviewing, this is a company, I don't know if you see it, but it's Silo, uh, Silo, and this is, so I'm using a Afternoon Delight uh, vaporizer pen, the switchblade joint, you hit this button, it flips right out, I've been seeing these around, um, but then I got the Sour Diesel Sativa, um, it's 88.7%, THC, premium cannabis oil, high potency, all natural, lab tested, pesticide free. Um, this silo, uh, and then it has a, this is a trippy company, Sky Heaven is what silo means. And then I grabbed, uh, I've been drinking some cold brew. I've been buying the bottles at the grocery store. I just went through a whole thing of Grady's. I do like Grady's cold brew. But I, I kind of crushed it already, so I needed to, to review something uh, this afternoon. So I wanted a kind of a cold brew because it's it's hot, and I want some icy type drink. Uh, but this is Rise Nitro Brewing Company Classic Light Latte Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, and I have a tumbler full of ice. But I put a little bit of milk. I guess this is like a cold a nitro cold brew latte. I have to be very careful with this. Same with this oil. You you know, I'm, I'm salivating. I'm so excited for this fucking episode. And I'm so happy that I'm doing this. I love doing this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, I see the numbers are coming up and my mind and the creativity is, is working around it and I'm slowly building it and I'm finding my voice of what I want to talk about. And uh, we'll get more into that. But let, let's just review the coffee and cannabis. This is Rise uh, you, I got this can at the bodega, and uh, it's just can. This is nitro cold brew, but this is a latte. And uh, but I already have a tumbler full of ice, and I got something about cold brew. You can cut it with water. That's a good move, because some people are like, because if you if you hit it if you hit cold brew like on a raw stomach, and uh, you don't cut it with any milk or you know. Maybe you do a shot of it, but that will that will get you going. But 
it does fire in my nerve endings up and it gets me going that's what i want but you just got to watch it a little bit i recommend a good move if you get some cold brew and it's usually pretty expensive but cut it with water whoa whoa <laughs> i guess this is some new shit like this stuff that has more like foamy stuff i've been seeing this starbucks has gone crazy man I was just on Twitter. I must have tweeted some shit about coffee, but I got an ad, and it was like, um, it was <laughs> tie-dyed latte. They're definitely those fucking uh, algorithms, those pixels or whatever, man. They 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 kind of those advertisers know what I'm. They're listening. Uh, all this idea about data and stuff like that, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm just want, I'm talking about coffee and weed, <laughs> and uh, so all they're doing is uh, advertising coffee and weed stuff to me. But this classic cold brew, I just poured it. I don't know if you're supposed to put it in ice. It's nitro. Did you hear that pop? Man, I don't know about. I mean, I guess what what do you think that is? Carbonation, like a tight carbonation. Actually, it's really nice. Hmm. I guess that nitro kind of, it's really foamy. It's a lot more foamy, but it is the latte. Some people live and die by lattes. The last few times I had a latte, I don't know, my stomach got kind of funky because of the milk. But I put milk in my coffee. Oh, sorry to crunch that ice. But it is a little hot. And I, and I work with fans. I don't like air conditioning. Air conditioning, I end up sick. And it's humid as hell on the East Coast right now. But if I have uh, air conditioning going, you always end up with a funky-ass cold, especially if you hit some herb. I like it all natural. You know me, I man. I just want to live in a treehouse and uh, ride a buffalo around. And my apartment kind of feels like that sometimes, especially if I'm hitting some of this. Uh, this is a sour diesel. This is probably the top end, some of the top end probably cannabis you can get extracts wise in New York right now. I know who I got it from. Uh, let's see here. Like even before, man, this thing hits brilliantly. Um, wow. That's great. And that's great sour diesel too, man. Somebody hooked me up. Uh, but uh, this, <clears throat> wow, that tasted amazing. So it's sour diesel. It's so good. There's like a cap over the mouthpiece. And when I opened the cap, you could smell the diesel. Like you could smell like, oh, that's sour diesel. Um, but I know everything's kind of moving so fast with cannabis. And, in all, and right now, it's. Uh, I, I should dig into it, but... But it, I guess it's on the Congress floor. I don't want to make this podcast all about legalization and stuff like that. I'd rather bounce around and weave into it a little bit. But I guess it went on the Congress floor about decriminalizing cannabis on a federal level. And that's what's been holding everything back. It's been classified like up near heroin for the last 70 years. And, uh, and it's actually something, that, you know, with CBD and uh, just cannabis, pain relief, anxiety relief, uh, listening to the Grateful Dead, <laughs> going to fish shows, making tie-dyes, having fun, spawning creativity, leading towards peace, love, and kindness. Um, it's all about being kind to your fellow dude, man. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I was listening uh, to Spotify. I just tweeted it out. I like, I hate going too deep out there, but this one's not deep, but it is, it's, it's a song by the Poor Righteous Teachers who had a song that I really liked called Rock This Funky Joint. And I used to, that came out in like an 89. Like that was a mainstay on Yo! MTV Raps. But uh, they were all about, you know, they had kind of that uh, 7%, they had that, uh, they were with the Jungle Brothers, Pub, Public Enemy, uh, it was like conscious rap. It was right before gangster rap took over. And it was a cool trend. And Tribe Called Quest came out of that. But Poor Righteous Teachers had a few really funky, funky joints. 
Uh, and when I mean funky, you know what I mean if you know what I mean. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of meters. I don't know. If you're into the funk in New Orleans, the meters, just go do a deep, deep dive on the meters, man. That is some great music right there. That is some great soul funk music. But the Poor Righteous Teacher samples the meters heavily, like heavily, samples up the meters, and they got sick flows, and it's all like conscious, positive, uh, you know, cult one of the dudes' name is Culture Freedom, one is Wise Intelligence, you know, uh, but they had this dope, this one dude, and it's like the third dude, it wasn't like even the main dude, it's like the third dude, and it was like the second single off this album, and Spotify recommended to me, I don't, I don't even remember it from back in the day, but... I listened to it. The thing, I love Spotify because it does, rec some of these algorithms are dope because I get to discover new fucking music that I wouldn't always be privy to. Uh, because once you lock in to what you like, you kind of lock in unless you're always on the scene or talking to people in the music industry and, or, or just going to see music all the time. And me as being a stand-up comedian and a 46-year-old dude, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not running like that. I'm running, you know, I'm doing comedy. I'm raising my family. I'm running around. I'm doing this podcast. So Spotify hips me to some shit that sometimes I'm like, whoa, this is dope. Uh, and this is a band I always knew about, but this is like another deep cut. It's called, Can I Start This? But the quote was, it, it said, it goes, it goes um, love leads to peace. Peace leads to happiness. And the dude was just rapping fast, and then he just hit that bar. And I just zeroed in the bar because it was just the perfect... I never heard, you know, you always hear, like, peace, love, or or I think Yoda said some shit. Um, but this math, like, just how those four words were framed uh, made complete sense and stacked perfectly. You know, love leads to peace, right? So if you're in love or you go towards your love, you'll find peace. Now, peace is hap leads to happiness. Because when you're in peace, you, you just kind of let all the bullshit just drop, you know? You ever felt that drop, that pressure drop? That, all the weed heads know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you feel that just drop, when all the bullshit just goes, whoom, right out of you, man. That, and that is a real and dope moment. And uh, that's kind of what I've been playing with in my mind a little bit. But I've also been trying to live my life and just move forward and not overanalyze everything. But I wanted to just spit that out there because I do want to make this a positive uh podcast i just want to put out positive energy because i know that shit will come back to me so if i'm doing positive uh podcasting some positive cats will be listening you know and I, the, you know, i'm doing this also under the radar that hey it might take a few times to figure out you know exactly when it super clicks It's taken me a long time to really click with my stand-up comedy, and I have to say, it's clicking right now. I've been having some really fun sets. I got to do Littlefield in Brooklyn uh, the other night, Butterboy, and that was just out of the blue on a Monday night. It's a small theater, like four blocks away from me, and uh, they pack it. It's like 200 people on a Monday night, paid audience, and Aparna, uh, Nanchella, and Maeve... Uh, it's, it's this show called Butterboy, and it's amazing. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's just a hot Monday night show. It's probably like the hot indie show. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, Aparna's show and Maeve Higgins. Aparna, uh, Nanchera and Maeve, Hig Maeve Higgins. And they're both super cool. And so is Joe Firestone. All three super funny, interesting, cool, um, professional they're both they're all three killing it Maeve is like a super she's written like all these books and Naparna is just on every television show and writing and is one of the biggest people on Twitter and then Jojo Firestone um Joe Firestone 
is very interesting. She wrote for The Tonight Show, and uh, but she also does a lot of her own indie projects and just a really creative person. So they run a great show. If you're ever in Brooklyn, check that out, Butterboy and Littlefield. I got to do that. And then I went up to Michigan and hung out with my fam and uh, hid out, and I tried to record a podcast, and that didn't work. Uh, but now I'm on it right now. We're doing it here. We're doing it again. Yeah, we're going to win. It's the Cannabis Coffee Hour uh, podcast. Back again. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, the stand, my stand-up has taken so long. Not so long. I mean, I've always... Had I've always had fun, and in my 20s and 30s I had it. But right now it feels like I really am in a good place. If you want to check out my album, Pure Uncut Joy, please check it out. You can hear a whole set in Brooklyn, New York. But I do have dates. Uh, I got booked to headline uh, a really great club in Washington, D.C. called the D.C. Comedy Draft House. And I'm there this Friday and Saturday at 7, 12, 7, 13. Two shows. I'm doing an hour of comedy. Two shows. Go to their website. Uh, check it out. It's a show's on at seven o'clock and nine o'clock. And then I'm doing a seven o'clock uh, Saturday, seven o'clock and nine o'clock. And then I'm taking a train that night and going all the way up to New York. And then I'm jumping on a flight to go to San Francisco. And I am going to stop by the San Francisco Punchline to do their Sunday showcase, like I used to do when I started out. And that's a really fun, if you're in San Francisco and you're old friends of mine or your friends, I'm going to be there on the, so that's going to be the 14th. I'll be there Sunday night. It's just a showcase. It's a short set. It's all the local comics, but it's kind of like where I started. And I'm not sure if the club's going to close or not, but I just wanted to make sure I did it. And then I am driving down Route 1 and I'm camping out. I'm going out to the woods. Uh, I may be doing a show in Santa Cruz, and then I'm just picking up some spots in L.A. This is mostly a family vacation um, with a little bit of work. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm excited uh, to hit California up, and so that's coming up. But then I've got also this thing in New York about, I can't, I, I don't want to, a lot of this stuff I'm trying to weave, and things are escalating. I'm, you know, I'm getting better spots, I'm getting bookings. And, uh, it's, I have to juggle a lot, you know, not a lot, a lot, but lately I've been trying to just manage my time and figure out the intent of what I'm doing at that moment. And right now, um, I'm hosting the Cannabis Coffee Hour podcast, uh, with some of this Rise Cold Brew and, uh, it's milky, it's good. Uh, this would be a good afternoon drink, I think. Like, it's a perfect... I do think it sits well over ice. They sell it in the can. I think it's just really good over ice. And it's really milky. I had a lot of really strong coffee this morning. Like, I was running around a bit. Um, so I had some coffee before. And then I just grabbed this because I ran out of that coffee. And I wanted to try this stuff. I always looked at it. But it it's... It feels powerful. <laughs> I have to, I have to watch it because especially when you're like, oh, I love this cannabis. Then you're like, oh, I need some coffee to wake up. And then you're like, Ugh. and then you know, you have to balance the energy. But it's great that this is sour diesel. I, uh, diesel. I had some other herb the other day, and it was a little racy. Like this is uh, like it just got my heart pumping a little bit. This. This stuff is just, uh, my body feels good. My, I feel very relaxed. I do feel very lucid. Um, I did stretch this morning in terms of zenning it out. Uh, I didn't meditate. I wanted to meditate. But uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm leaving for D.C. tomorrow. I just got back from Michigan. Um, doing D.C. and then going right out to California. And I'm doing this all like in four days and I'm trying to do this podcast and get this out to you. And I'm trying, uh, I'm not trying, I am getting this podcast. I'm sick of saying try. You got to get the try out. You do what you do, you live in the moment, and you push whatever you got to get done, done. Uh,
Yeah, this uh, Afternoon Delight vaporizer is amazing. It's like all gold trim and it's a blue handle. Um, wow, the future is really kind of dope when it comes to cannabis and technology and uh, just learning how to do all this stuff and promote yourself. Uh, but it, it does take a lot of hard work. I was watching a d documentary on the Black Keys, and I, you know, those dudes worked their fucking dicks off. <laughs> uh, they showed them what they had to do, and I've been working my... It's just like the promotion. I hate the Insta... I don't hate Instagram or Twitter, but it does seem like... I just wasn't... I didn't get into comedy to be in front of my computer all the time. <laughs> but that's... You kind of have to do that. You do have to just take care of business. You have to uh, T, take care, TCB, take care of business. Uh, that's the Elvis saying. Uh, you do have to just take care of business and push it through. Because not everybody, that's, that's usually what weeds out people. It's people just not fucking doing their shit. You got to do your push-ups. Um, I worked out the other day. I stretched. I worked out. I meditated the other day. I, it's been really hard to do all three in a row. And that's, that's kind of the trifecta with the writing. Like, if I can get that all done by 2 o'clock, that's what I need to start trying to work on. And throwing some guitar in there. But a lot of it is just like I'm hustling gigs. I'm taking care of just, you know, regular life family shit. Just life, life, bills shit. Uh... All kinds of shit, you know, just the complex, the complexities of growing older. Uh, so the time shrinks, but you, you, I do bullshit a lot, you know, like everybody, like the internet, just all the distractions all through the day. But I've gotten better because uh, I just ha don't have enough wiggle room. So I don't know, am I rambling about this a little too much? <laughs> but just trying to get. You know, that's what I want is, okay, if I wake up, you know, I do all the things I can do, and I should do that with love, like everything towards love. And, and I do think when you serve others, that feels really good. So do all the things that you've got to do, like with your family, with just your business and stuff. And But then th that like four hours where you can... Meditate, stretch, work out, write, practice guitar, and then do some super... Then I want to, like, do album or music or do film. Like, that's a lot, but I can do it. And I know how to do it. Like, I've been doing all of this just little by little over the years. And I kind of got my... I'm starting to get my brain around all these disciplines. Like, I'm not a complete master... But I've been doing it long enough that I know how to do them if I just apply it and I can focus and I can just uh, just focus at the task at hand. And that's what's great about like putting things to do lists together and shit like that. Uh, yeah, the DC Comedy Draft House is kind of a wild setup. It's a perfect setup for me, actually. It's like a big floor. It kind of feels like a comedy club slash black box theater. And uh, they have one comic that opens. They just have 20 minutes and then they have the headliner do 50 minutes. And, uh, you know, in some ways they're getting around hiring an extra comic because comedy clubs have opener, middle, headliner. But in other ways, like, the setup is... Um, more of a black box theater. It feels almost like a one-man show type of setup. But, it, you know, they book stand-up comics to do it. And I do know that, you know, they'll work like three-man shows or three-woman shows or, you know, three-person shows. But the general setup is just one setup comic and then one headliner. And sometimes that works out really good because I think 90 minutes is the perfect amount of time for anything. Anything that goes over 90 minutes bums me out. I really, really it, it is true. I was hanging out at a dinner party, and we ate dinner, and then everybody was hanging out for another 
hour and a half, like, after dinner, and I was like, I just want to hang out, like, 35 minutes after dinner, like, I don't want to hang out long, 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 I want to, you know, 90 minutes is about much time, if I'm doing that, then this is it for the rest of the night, and this is, you know, and I got shit to do, but even with movies, like, if it starts going to two-hour zones, or when comedians are going super long, or there's too many comedians on the show, or even the concert, you know, I got 90 good minutes, even like a rock concert. You want your opening band, do 25 minutes, then you want the headliner to come out and do an hour to 73 minutes. <laughs> and that's the, and then you want to leave, because standing for over 90 minutes or concentrating over 90 minutes, it better start making me money. <laughs> because, uh, you know, as you get older, that's the shit you got to get a hold of. But... Love is the message, though, in terms of you got to love yourself, be yourself. And what I'm trying to work on, like, I, I see these things working out. Like, you just got to put it in your mind and start working towards it and trying to block out just all the negative shit that's around you. That Because the task at hand is so fucking hard, you got to block out the negative shit in order to fucking deal with the task at hand. If you're dealing with all the negative shit, then you're fucking... You're not getting your hand around it. Uh, does that make any sense? Uh, I'm not gonna. Qu- I'm gonna quit saying that if that's making any sense. This is a free podcast. You can listen to it, or you can't, or you don't want to, or you, or you just no. Well, you know what I'm saying. Just, just listen to it, like and subscribe, tell your friends about it. Um, we're having some sour diesel. We're having some rise cold brew classic latte. Um, yeah, man, that that can really tripped me out. With the nitro. I don't know, man. I don't know about all that nitro stuff. It really... But people gotta... People gotta wake up. (laughs) People gotta get up and out. The world is not running on Dunkin'. It's running on fucking coffee. For some people... I do want to slow down a little bit. Like, I don't want to just, like, I think, I, uh, I mean, not to get into astrology too much, but uh, I am a Scorpio, so I'll do just a lot of what I love. So I'll drink just gallons and gallons and gallons of coffee, and I'll smoke so much pot. But to the point of it not being as enjoyable, you know, I don't, I think everybody has their own reading, and, you know, I don't think, you got to, just kind of live in the moment and figure out what is good for you. But for me, is having some herb, but not totally crushing it all day, all the time, but doing stuff productive like a podcast like this, I totally am into that. And then doing the editing, that really helps out too. Sorry for the burp. Um, but But I, I, I do just go at it, you know. I'm trying to listen to myself more. I think stretching helps that. You know, I put on some music during stretching because I hadn't stretched in like in a day. So I got the mat out and I said, you know, I told him, yo, Alexa, put on more Chiba, part of the process. That's like this like super like mellow funk. Uh-oh, it's my, Le- my Alexa's. Li- no, don't talk. Don't listen to this Alexa. Nosy motherfucker. Sorry, I'm not sure about that. (laughs) It's an odd world. Uh, With a lot of this technology, and, uh, like, I even saw the dude from Apple saying people shouldn't be on Facebook just because of the data analysis and just because they're making, you know, somebody's listening and somebody's figuring out. But I'm putting out a podcast. I hope people are listening (laughs) Uh, and I am, so if you are listening, I am playing Washington, D.C. coming up. I'm also doing a show in New York called The Secret Loft. Check that show out. That's pretty good. That's a, uh, and I, that's like in Midtown. You have to look up the details. It's one of those event things. They, they sometimes do like art exhibits and dances and shit, but they do have a steady comedy show that is uh, really top-notch. Every time I go there, it's packed out and fun to do. So, and I usually just get loose with it. I've been doing a lot more 
uh, indie rooms. I've been doing some, I'm going to a comedy club this weekend, and I did all those comedy clubs with Tracy Morgan, but I've been doing, when I'm in New York, I've been doing, been doing mostly like indie little rock rooms or coffee shops just because I can fuck with my material more. You know, I don't have anything against any of those. I, I can do comedy clubs all day, every day. But the thing is with that, you got to, there's a certain rhythm. And especially if you're working the club for a amount of money, you want to be killing the whole time. So you're not taking as you're doing more proven material Whereas if I'm doing kind of some weird art show in Bushwick or an independent show, but they charge at the door and, you know, it's kind of uh, in a rock venue or whatever, you know, I can, I'm a little, a, little, <coughs> a little bit more free to experiment and, you know, go off the grid a little bit with the material. Yeah, I'm going off the grid in California, speaking of. I am going to be camping out in... Uh, Big Sur. So if anybody in California, I'm going to be there next week. Hit me up. I'm driving down Route 1. Uh, and I'm going to Santa Cruz. Uh, I may pop into a show in Santa Cruz. I'm trying to line this all up right now. So hit me up if you have shows in California. That's the real deal. And I'm going to be in L.A. I have a couple shows lined up, but I have a couple days open. And I'm excited about my flight home from L.A. Because I'm flying out of Burbank. Now, here's the secret with L.A. If you're ever flying into Los Angeles. Now, all the tickets will take you to LAX. LAX is a huge fucking airport. And it's like an hour south of L.A. And it's an expensive taxi. And if you don't time it right, if you time it wrong in traffic-wise, you can miss your flight if you don't, you know, if you're a rookie and you're not heading down there five hours beforehand or whatever. Uh, I did take the train there one time. You got to take a train to a bus or something like that. Um, but that takes a good two hours as well. But uh, I'm flying out of Burbank. Now, Burbank is like right over the hill. It's like this suburb of Los Angeles. It's not the valley and it's not the city. It's like this cool little town. And there's actually studios over there. That's where the Tonight Show that's, was taped when it was Johnny Carson. That's where Johnny Carson would live over in Burbank. It's like this kind of you know, hip, not hippie, but like California, nice little town, like in the mountains behind LA and it has an airport. And you, if you get to fly out of there and the airport's tiny and, oh, is there anything better than a tiny airport? Oh, they're the best. They're the best. I flew out of Grand Rapids. That was a good one. And then I've, I've flown out of Ann Arbor before. Like, uh, there's, there, I don't know if I flew out of Ann Arbor. There's another town in Michigan but I've, I've flown out of a lot of small, like if I ever go through Kentucky, there's a great airport there. I went to one airport, they had rocket chairs. I think that was in Kentucky. Uh, but uh, yeah, small airports, I love them because you don't even need PS, you don't even need pre-check or any of that shit. Everybody's just kind of lax and everybody's just kind of, the stress level, that anxiety level dips down. Same, you know, New York is anxiety-ridden in terms of its... Man, I went to Times Square the other day, and it was crazy. I had lunch with a friend, and uh, it, it, I saw one guy just lose it on the street. Just, it was hot, he had a suit and tie, and he was literally just screaming, just, he was just going crazy, but he looked like a regular dude. Like something, he must have lost some money, or, or he found out his wife was blowing a dude. I don't know, but uh, he was just fucking... You know, it was just, and it's just so many people. So there's happy, regular, normal, tourist, weirdo, just all t coming at you. Bra, 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 people, people, people. And that's really anxiety inducing. But Brooklyn, it goes down a notch. That's what I, that's what I always, I'm not a big fan of Manhattan. I like Brooklyn. I like Queens. I can, I can hang in Queens. I can hang in Manhattan. Down the Lower East Side and down lower, it's a little bit more chill. But uh, but I like Brooklyn. It's more spread out, and but it's getting you know it's definitely getting found out and gentrified and getting way too expensive. But if you can find a little nook, it's it's pretty dope and it's huge. It's like New York light. It just brings it down just a notch, and that's what DC's like. That's what I'm excited. I grew up in DC. I'm crashing out at a friend's house. 
uh, not a hotel. Uh, I've got some, you know, just to, I, I'm walking to, I know, all, I know I grew up on Capitol Hill. I grew up all around DC and I know where this club is and I'm excited to go down and people from DC always go to New York. Everybody secretly hates in New, on New York. Even the, I know some of you, I used to hate on New York. I know you're like, why do people live there? I couldn't do that. There's too many people, but there's a lot of opportunity and I don't own a car and uh, I don't pay insurance, and I walk everywhere, and it's just a fucking unique, different vibe with this many cultures. There's so, like I say on my album, there's just so many different cultures and so many different types of people, so many different musics. Uh, even as gentrified as it's getting now, there's still, like when I lived in Virginia, there wasn't, you know, Hasidic Jews and Jamaicans living right next door to each other, but that's what you got right down the street from here, man. Um, it's still, and then, you know, people from all over the country come here. So it's, it's definitely an international town. But everybody, you know, people are like, you know, I don't really like the suburbs. I don't love the city. I either like the sticks, like the backwoods off the grid shit. Yeah, I I, I guess I started this. I'm going off the grid. I'm going glamping. Uh, kind of like car camping, but out in Big Sur. That's what we're doing, driving down L.A. and going to Big Sur. So hopefully I'll get a podcast out in California somewhere for you guys. Whether I think, you know, and then I'm going to hit L.A. and I'm going to do some comedy shows. I'm going to work with my friend Mookie Thompson that I've been uh, doing that show, PMA, video series. We're going to do some more. Uh, so we're going to write. I'm going to be a, with him a couple days writing this uh some more of episodes of this and planning to shoot it for a couple days in Brooklyn. But uh, I am going off the grid as well. All this technology is not that great. I mean, it's great. It's freeing everybody up. And it definitely saves everybody's time. Like, uh, I had a great GPS system. I rented a car while I was in, uh, in Michigan, and it had Apple Play. And I didn't know what it was, but I figured it all out. And my car was all rigged up to my phone and it was rigged up to my Spotify and everything was, you know, I, it's been a while since I owned and driven a car, but in it's, and I had to kind of drive to a couple different places in Michigan because I got family spread out over there. And, uh, the GPS was just so dope, man. I was just so struggling without the GPS, but the GPS on the phone and it links up to the car and there's a screen on the car, like, it, it felt, you know, almost, you know, it just had, I had every, you know, it definitely had a spaceship vibe going on with it. So a lot of this technology is great, but I do think the more we go into the future, people are going to realize like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be on this stuff all the time, every day, because, you know, the anxiety levels are going up and people aren't sleeping. Like, I really think for happiness, you need peace, you need peace. And you're not going to get peace if you're not sleeping. you got to sleep. Like I said, siesta, siesta, siesta. We, this country should be, we need to be having American siestas. Right after this podcast, I'm going to have a fat siesta. But we got to make m- money. But there's a balance, you know. The money will come. The more chill you are in terms of just working towards your goal. That's, you know, not the more chill you're, and you're going to rag on me because I listen to the Grateful Dead. No, motherfucker. I'm just saying, block the cynicism and go towards what you want without even acknowledging that bullshit and go as hard as you can. Um, a lot of this I'm just saying to reiterate for myself, so I hope I'm not annoying you or becoming too preachy. Oh, man, this... I just crushed this whole latte. Um, There's none left. It was delicious. Very milky, but good. I would definitely get Rise Nitro Brew, uh, cold brew, classic latte. Again, um, it's decent. It's awesome. Um, We're going to be, I'm going to be testing all of this. And then the CeeLo, the Sour Diesel. Let's see if they have a website. Everything's going so legal. I've been hearing all kinds of stuff about New York. New York almost voted 
cannabis in and it just missed it, man. There was a minute there, there was a couple weeks where I was like, whoa. Um, well, they're not in Google. Uh-oh. Let's see. Um, a lot of cannabis. No, I think this is more of a mom and pop shop, but I trust whoever, I trust the guy who got it for me, and he got it from the source, and uh, it's probably some of the best cannabis I've had. That's what I learned at the Cannabis Cup in Michigan, that, you know, these big companies are moving in and trying to get the money. I don't, there's not that much money in cannabis that people think. I really believe in growing your own. Like, if you have to go to a dispensary and buy $150 worth of cannabis every fucking other week like that's uh you know unless you, you better be balling out of control or balling out a little bit you know to pull that type of shit off but if you if you grow your own um you know you can plant i think it's in three months you can just crank one out and then you have all the cannabis you want for free for the next you know six months or nine months you know that's kind of i think that's the natural progression of living a healthy lifestyle going into the future. I think, you know, as you get older. You know, I'm not a big proponent of uh, young people testing cannabis. You know, I'm just, I do think your brain's got to grow, but I know there's there's places that you, that it does, you know, with there's so much I don't know. But I do know it's helped a lot of people with um, MS and cancer and all kinds of stuff like it definitely has been beneficial to a lot of people, and I've seen testament of that over and over the years of going to these cannabis cups. But the thing that I noticed in Michigan, what I'm learning, is like these big corporations are coming in, even these Republican leaders are investing millions of dollars into the cannabis companies right now. But they don't know how to, like if you go big, you don't, if you just dump money into something, it doesn't mean you're going to get the best product. The best product is small batch, mom and pop. A business that's worked from the ground up is just a more of a solid foundation. Um, and the same thing with a small business. Like you could tell, like you ever walk into a restaurant and you know the owner of this restaurant is a dick. Just the way the place is run, just the people who act, the, how the food is, how much love is in the room. Like, I can, I can see that in business. I know I've had jobs where I'm like, nobody gives a fuck here. And this guy's a fucking dick that's running this place. Like, I've, I've, have you ever, you know what I'm talking about. And I think that's the same thing with cannabis companies. Like, if they're going this major route, they're not dealing with the real potheads that know what they like, or they don't know what the market market really likes. And the market market really likes high quality, good, can- like, that's what I have right here. And uh, I think this is more of a mom and pop. And it tastes amazing, man. This is some of the best cannabis... I just had the taste of, uh, yeah, great sour diesel. I'm going to put this thing away. It's too damn good. (laughs) Uh, But I do think, you know, so if you go way too big, you kind of miss out on, it's like microbrew compared to, you know, a Miller Lite. But some people like just fucking Miller Lite, I guess, if that gets you by. But you're not going to corner the market with Miller Lite. Like, it's not going to be, people are not going to be, you know, running out the street. I guess some people are. Maybe I'm a snob. But I know I'm not the only one. And there's more snobs than me when it comes to cannabis. I just think, and I also believe in small businesses. That's what I like. I like small businesses. And I think that's the thing about America or even everybody. And I think, with the internet and uh, doing podcasts or making websites or selling stuff off the internet or, you know, just creating small businesses for people and people have uh, different avenues to make some money and pursue happiness. That's the American, is, is 
life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's, that's where I want to go. Oh, man. Um, where are we at? We're at 45 minutes. This is good. I've been having a blast uh, with the sour diesel. Uh, yeah, like I said before, the Recatours con uh, album is really good. I've been digging that. And I'm just excited for these DC Comedy Draft House shows this weekend. 7-12 and 7-13. I am going to be selling vinyl. I got like 13, I know, I got like 25 records, clear vinyl of my Fresh Fest story. Uh, There's a storytelling element on my album, uh, Pure Uncut Joy. The, The last track is 13 minutes, which is long, which is under 90 minutes. Uh... And uh, I, I have it on vinyl. The record label, my record label's great, 800 Pound Gorilla. Uh, they gave me a bunch of vinyl right when the album was re- released. And I gave some out at the album release party. But then I also uh, kept a few and I sold some on the road. So this show, I will be selling this uh, out on the road. And this, uh, I have a great comic opening for me, Keith Corey. Very funny comic, but he's also a food dude. Like, uh, he, he bakes, and it's not with cannabis. He's like this, you kind of look, you know, he's like this big straight dude, but he also bakes cookies and muffins and stuff, and he sells them. That's kind of his side hustle. Uh, so I have him, so he's going to be at the show, so he'll probably have some baked goods, and I'm going to have some vinyl. So come out at the shows at the DC Draft House. They got great gra- draft beers, or craft brews there like i know the guys that run it and they're not dicks they're good dudes and uh it's a family i know the family that runs the whole thing because i've worked the the arlington draft house i was the very first comedian to ever perform there that's the weird thing i crescent i and now that's like a mainstay in virginia in northern virginia is the arlington draft house for comedy and i was right when last comic standing in 2003 or 4 uh, Greg, that owns the place, uh, reached out and booked me, and I headlined that place. And then I also did a gig with Mike Birbiglia. We did a theater together. That was over like 12 years ago. Uh, but that's the guy that runs it. He's not a dick. That's a great club, and it's downtown. It's got great micro brews. It's like a cool black box theater setup. So it's, yeah, I don't know. He's doing things right. Uh, I dig him. Support that business. Uh, it's definitely not. Uh, a great, great comedy club that I enjoy. Um, so, and then I'm going to be, yeah, check out the Secret, Secret Loft show in NYC. I'm going to be performing there. Um, yeah, I'm having a blast doing this, man. Uh, I definitely want to see some live music. I want to practice my guitar a little bit more. Uh, I definitely want to take a nap <laughs> eventually here today. Need to get the siesta. This country needs siestas. I am running for, if I was going to run for president, I would run with the idea of American siesta. I know I talked about that before, but I've actually been talking about it in my stand-up act, and it's been going over very, very well. Uh, so this, this, this podcast helps me in so many different ways. It helps me find my voice. It helps me communicate with my audience. Uh, and it, and I listen back and I'm like, man, he's saying, ah, too much. He really needs to stop saying, ah, uh, and he needs to stop, stop. Uh, what I thought is one thing I should, I don't want to name drop as much, but sometimes you got to do it. Uh, sometimes, you know, those scenarios are exciting, um, in terms of like people that are higher up in show business or whatever. Um, that you work with. It's uh, nice. But I'm looking at my guitar. I'm going to practice my guitar after doing this podcast. Uh, I got to get it tuned up. I'm still bummed out about this bubble. I got to work this bubble out on the fucking pick thing, my bobber. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I say yay, yay, yay for raise, for rise nitro cold brew. That's, it's fucking good shit. Pop a can. And then try this vaporizer. It's amazing. The afternoon delight with the gold trim switchblade button with the uh, sour diesel. Um, yeah, 
life is good. I hope all is well. I love you guys. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, rock on. Discovery 4 computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions.